welcome to episode two of Assholes in Adversity. Today, we are talking about assholes. <laughs> no, literally. We are going to talk about homophobia. Great topic. So excited to dive into this. Not really because it can be quite literally the most triggering topic, but... I want to talk about it in a way that is just super transparent and super, I guess, dumb it down for people. I have a story that I'm going to tell you all and it happened today and it just reminded me that even the people that you expect to be on your side for your entire life can end up being just the worst people for you to be around. So today, I I just hit a breaking point with someone in my life. I have been really feeling like this person should exit my life, but it's been harder to admit that than I would have liked. And I had a conversation about concert tickets, just normal concert tickets. And I mentioned that the person owed me money and when money gets involved in anything, you know it's not going to be good. People hate talking about it, people hate the conflict around it, whatever it may be. So I had realized that these tickets were the same price on StubHub that I would have charged her now, so I just said, hey, like, just so we, you know, don't have to go through me, I would love if you could just purchase these tickets on StubHub. And then I didn't really get a response that, like, it was weird. They, like, posted on their Instagram story, but they you could tell that they did not want to talk about the conflict I had with, like, them owing me money. And it was technically their son that owed me money. And he still does, which sucks because it just makes the whole thing so much worse and I'm going to end up eating the cost. And this is not like a small cost at all, but that's what's going to happen. And I'm doing that to protect my peace. And I swear to God, the older I get, the more I have to protect my peace and the more it just gets to a breaking point with people where it's like, drawing the boundary. You can't treat me that way. I won't have you treat me that way. Please stop without being an asshole. But today I had to be an asshole and I was not happy about it. It was not, it did not feel good to be an asshole, but I had to be an asshole to this person. And I will say this to all my gays and theys: If someone is consistently telling you that they're not homophobic babe, they're homophobic. We should not have to have you tell us, you should show us. 
And this person showed me over and over and over and over again that they did not support me or quote-unquote my life choices, whatever it may be. And it just got to breaking point today where I just was like, I had had a breaking point previously about a month ago and I ended up leaving a vacation that I paid thousands of dollars for. And I ended up leaving the vacation and I had, you know, a really horrible time. This person had brought up the fact that since I'm a lesbian, I'm not going to offer a child the same life and a good life because a child needs a father. And this person has multiple baby daddies, both not in the picture. One is quite literally homeless and on drugs. The other one is a player who's a bartender who like does not have any like both of them are just like not good dads so she ended up getting with this guy who was an alcoholic and then got clean and now they're getting married and that's who the father figure to her daughter who's eight years old is but she had the audacity to tell me that because I'm a lesbian I'm not going to give the child or my children a quality life because they don't have a dad like, where in the world did you get the balls to tell me that my kid is not going to have a good life when if you looked in the mirror, it, like, really? Really? And I have to say that's one of my biggest pet peeves is, like, if you're going to judge someone, look at yourself first. Look at yourself first. Like, any gay couple that adopts a child has a baby via surrogate whatever it may be, is giving that child a new life, a beautiful life, a life of want. Like, we want these kids so bad that we go through IVF, surrogacy, adoption, whatever it may be. Meanwhile, there's kids being put in the foster system all day, every day. So... Anyway, it started with that, and that was, as I said, that well, okay, that was months ago, and then it just kind of, like, snowballed from there, and the comments just got worse and worse and worse, until it became so apparent to me that there was not going to be any learning that this person did, and they were consistently going to believe the bullshit that they hear on Fox News versus care about an individual that they've been around since basically I was in diapers. I don't know if this person knew my mom when she was pregnant. I'm I'm pretty sure she did, but I'm not sure. Um, but point is, she's known me my entire life. And this person was such an asshole to me because of my sexuality. And one of the things that she said that really stood out to me was, I don't want my daughter learning about sexual orientation, but I wouldn't want you to hide your wife from us. And what I think is so funny about that is that in the text before, she said, I'm not a homophobe, followed with a bunch of gaslighting and a bunch of just 
horrible, horrible things. And it was, I just looked at the text for a solid, like, minute, two minutes, and I thought to myself, so you're expecting me to come into your life and introduce my wife to your daughter, who's eight years old, who you sexualize yourself by saying, oh, she has a crush on that boy, or oh, that boy likes her. Like, who are you to define your child's sexual orientation at the age of eight years old? Like, knock that shit off. That is literally the worst when a parent's like, oh, do you have a boyfriend? And they're like little children who don't even understand what that is. But she didn't want to explain gay to her kid, but she wanted me and my wife, like she was okay with me and my wife being around as long as I called my wife my friend so that her daughter she didn't have to explain to her daughter that a girl was married to a girl and I'm like so you think that we're just gonna sit down with these children and talk about gay sex with them but like in what world would that be normal that's not anything I would ever do that's not anything my wife would ever do that's not anything any gay person I know would ever do we would never sit down and explain like gay sex or sex in general to a child that's not our place but the reality is you can do that without explaining sexual orientation like it doesn't have to be sexual that's that's the word you're using and what's funny about that is like you can simply say a child so this woman is so uneducated she did not go to college she watches the bullshit news she listens to candace owens she i mean this lady like oh it was hard to be around her because everything that came out of her mouth i was just like i literally had to take a deep breath and be like okay I don't want an argument, so I'm just going to continue on. I'm going to pretend like this person has any fact, and we're going to move on. But that should have been the first red flag. That was on me. I should have stepped away. I should have said, you know what? This relationship is not going to work out. You and I are just too different. Um, And honestly, I just, I didn't have it in my heart to be to be her teacher and she wasn't a good student if um that was gonna happen anyway so so basically I I really thought about it and I was like okay you clearly don't understand child development because if you understood child development you would understand that when you tell a little kid when you like let's say we were to get in the car Sarah and I were in the car and this lady turned to her child and was like, this is um, Auntie Haley's wife. The child would not sit there and think, how do they have babies? How do they, what do they do? What, like, the child would not, like, sit there and think about it. The child would say, cool, and move the hell on. Like, children at that age are not, they think about things, but if you don't make it a big deal, they're not going to make it a big deal. So, that just, to me, was the 
the end all be all for it. I was just like, you're never going to accept that people are different. And what's odd to me was like homophobia runs so deep. Even people in the LGBTQIA plus community have internalized homophobia. And it's something that I've struggled with a lot because when I came out, I lost my entire family. I lost my grandmother. My grandmother is very religious. She's Christian. She grew up in the church. She relies on God heavily. Very, very religious. I lost um, both of my aunts. They are not, they don't reach out. They don't, they're not around at all. I lost my cousins. I lost my sister, my mom, my stepdad. The only person that stuck around was my dad. And I don't want to get emotional, but um, my dad and I have had the hardest relationship throughout my childhood. And to have him accept me and accept my wife is like the most amazing feeling. And he goes above and beyond to make it so that I don't feel like an outcast or alone or wrong or anything. And I just, I can't, I can't even, I can't even describe how thankful I am to him for that. But then I sit here and I realize that this is not normal. This is so devastating that we go through stuff like this and that we, this is normal for us. It's normal to be an outcast. It's normal to be hated. It's normal to be looked at with so much judgment, no matter where you went to college, no matter who you're you know, who you are as a person. If you're the best person in the world, you'd never do any wrong. If you have a big heart, if you're compassionate, whatever it may be. And it just absolutely breaks my heart that homophobia is real and it's out there and it's blood is pumping through these veins. And I just, today, it really... It really set me off. It really, like, it hurts. It hurts that we can't be ourselves without so much judgment, even though by textbook standards, the people that are doing the judging usually have done much worse than us. I mean, this woman who's sitting there judging my life is has two baby daddies as i said you know this is her first marriage she's almost 50 she stayed in a super abusive relationship until he got clean where most people would leave that because that's like normal to leave um she's i guess like I guess she's Christian. I don't really know what her religion is, but if she's Christian, then she had two children out of wedlock. So there's your sin right there. She's 
super duper duper judgmental of everyone around her consistently and like I get here and there shit talking like I totally get it if I see a celebrity that's like I don't know being an asshole like I'm I'll definitely be like wow that celebrity is an asshole but um I just think it's interesting those who judge so heavily when they can't judge themselves I guess and it just was so heartbreaking today to go through that because we had a falling out that was due to a different reason that was someone else's fault and it was a few years that we did not speak to each other and that was my doing I changed my phone number I moved states I changed my last name um quite literally disappeared and when I reached out it was you know really it was really me reaching out with a lot of compassion in my heart and apologizing and just saying I'm sorry for disappearing blah 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 I had no idea that this person had these beliefs and it was really shocking to hear because the last I had heard from her she was super spiritual and down to earth and like good energy and then I went and stayed at her house for a week and it was it was comfortable like don't get me wrong it was there was nothing that like she said stuff that was not okay but it wasn't she didn't make me feel uncomfortable like with her energy it wasn't like um I don't know how to even explain it it was it was good it was good it was it felt like my mom was there in a way and she was I'm no contact with my mom just as like a little side note and she was my mom's best friend during my childhood so having a piece of my mom around was like just really important for me and I think that that's why I gravitated so heavily was she was a piece of my mom and those two are alike a lot more than they would like to admit but she held a piece of my mom and I really 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 miss my mom so it was oh my god it was um it was really important that I had that so her being out of my life again is it feels like I'm losing my second mom because that's how I viewed her and so when she did me wrong just like my mom had done me wrong it was like like a dagger to the heart and it's you know I'm not a perfect person I will take accountability for what I do wrong however I'm not going to change my sexuality. I'm not going to come out as bi. I'm not going to come out as straight. I am a lesbian. I am, I was born loving women. I sexually am attracted to women. Point blank, period. There is no, there's no more to it. And that's not going to change. So if she can't accept that and can't understand that, 
then that's not, I mean, really, like, that's not on me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow this. And I've had to not allow people in my life because of this so often lately that it's developed into a lot of internalized homophobia because it gets to the point where it's like you wonder if there's something wrong with you and like why these people can't accept you and why they can't love you and it's just it's I don't even know how to explain it it's isolating it's hurtful it's devastating it's painful it's all the things and I just hope that everyone knows that if you have someone in your life that is hurting you, you have the right to walk away. It's going to hurt like hell. You're not going to feel good. It's not going to be an easy thing. It's probably going to feel like a breakup, but you have the right to walk away. And please walk away. Walk away for the sake of you, for your heart and your soul and your mind and your body. Because having that toxicity in your life, having those toxins, those poisons dumped into your bloodstream, like I said last week's episode, that's not okay. That's not good. That's not going to put, you know, good energy into your life. And we want good energy. We want good in our lives. So, really when I was planning this week's episode and I was thinking about it, I was just like, I want to touch on homophobia and I want to touch on homophobic comments. And I saw this Instagram story not that long ago and it was this girl and um, she was talking about how her mom had mentioned that... um, her mom had like said something about an ex-girlfriend of hers and had mentioned that this person was confused and how invalidating that was and I really 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 resonated with it because for so long people would say oh you're just confused like you're just you just need to try it out it's a phase like you just need to You need to dip your toes in the water. You need to be with a few women to, like, see if you like it. And, like, I didn't have to be with a few women to see if I liked it. I knew my whole life, ever since the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2 scene where Blake Lively dumps water on her head on a soccer field, and I was like, oh my god, I am in love. Like, I'm a woman-loving woman. Like, (laughs) I need a girlfriend. Um, that was, you know, that was it for me. Like, I didn't need to sleep with a bunch of girls to figure out if I liked it or not. And trust me, when I slept with a woman for the first time, it was insane. Like, I was like, holy shit, this is what sex is supposed to be like. Like, this is mind-blowing. Like, I walked away literally feeling like someone could try and kill me and I would be there would be so much dopamine and just like adrenaline running through my veins that I could fight off an entire army. Like I was on cloud nine for weeks and it was, I ended up marrying that person. And you know, that was like, 
I laugh so hard because I had other experiences like younger but it was never like it was obviously never what it was as an adult and like I don't even know how to explain it I can't really go into detail without this podcast probably being banned from Spotify but basically it was when someone invalidates your sexuality and you know so well who you are it's just a different kind of hurt it's a different kind of wrongdoing and you honestly like it's so hard not to feel anger and to not let it bubble up inside of you because when they invalidate you it's like wait a second, so you can have a good relationship, a loving relationship, one that you feel fulfilled in, but I can't because of the gender difference? Like, are you kidding me? Is this real? Like, no, that's not right. That's not correct. That's not, I don't know. That's just wrong on all levels. Everyone deserves love. Everyone deserves respect and everyone deserves a connection with someone that they feel their fire being lit every single day and that's how I feel when I'm with a woman so if that's wrong to you like uh, okay that's wrong to you but it's right to me and I can promise you that where you know all the guys I've been with it like it never felt like that it was always so it was always a chore It was always a chore. It was always like, oh, I have to do this. Oh, this is what they want. Like, it was never... I was so afraid of losing them and being alone because of how depressed I was and how lonely it was in my life that I never realized that I didn't get to feel that fire. And so I was 20... I was 22 the first time... I felt a connection of that level with an individual while being intimate and like that alone is so powerful and that's so beautiful and your feminine energy or your masculine energy whatever it may be feels so lit up it feels on fire and you want to carry that fire through your relationship so We all know that intimacy is at the base of a relationship. Why is it that we can't have... Because at the end of the day, that's what they're mad at. They're not mad that like you guys are living in the same house and sharing an income and have a piece of paper that shows that you're bound together. Like They're not mad at all of that. They're mad that you guys are not procreating, I guess, is, is my understanding. So to me, it just... It really blows my mind that they can have that, but they won't let us have that because for them, it's wrong because it's us. And it's like, how fucked up is that? How fucked up is that? That's so not okay. And for that, it's just like, cut those people out because they're always going to bring that negative, toxic energy into your life. And You don't want that to translate into other things because if you have a negative, toxic individual in your life consistently, you're going to take that and put that other places as well. Maybe work, maybe your wife, your husband, your 
partner, your child, your dogs, your cats, your ferrets. I don't know, but you're going to place that energy somewhere else and those beings are going to feel it. And we don't want to make the people that are living with us, our friends, our family, our spouse, our dog, our cat, our ferret, whatever it may be, feel that toxic energy. We want good energy all the time. So I, you know, after all of this happened, I we, I was out to dinner with my wife and we were talking about it and she was just like, you are going to be so much happier when these people are gone and when you don't feel this sense of longing for them because I didn't come out at 16 like she did. I didn't have the same coming out story that she did. So I'm just, I'm pretty new to all this rejection and it's taken a huge toll on my mental health. So it was it was really eye-opening and really devastating all at one time. And I felt like I wasn't good enough for them. And I had to work through that and get past that to really see that, no, this isn't like an issue of I'm not good enough for them. They're just so caught up in their own life that they don't give two flying shits about yours and they don't care that you are being hurt by them they don't care that they're gaslighting the shit out of you they care that you're not exactly like them and you don't do exactly what they do and you're not you know the perfect individual and you're not married to a man point blank period and it's wrong it's so incredibly wrong and I cannot thank the people enough that are in my life that support me and my wife and my sexuality and really embrace it because at the end of the day people are unique and they're beautiful and they are just perfect the way that they are so if we can learn how to accept them and love them even if we don't necessarily understand it stop like the the few pieces of advice I can say if you're listening to this and you feel that you may be homophobic like stop saying that it's a choice stop saying well you chose this life or I'm okay with your choice or whatever it may be because most of us are we don't feel like it's a choice we are definitely you know we're we were born this way And we've been feeling this way for a long time and we finally could come out, whatever it may be. Also, do not mention things like news articles from Fox News about how it's ridiculous that the transgender community is, you know, embracing pedophilia or whatever. If you are talking bad about the trans community, you are talking bad about us too. It's called the LGBTQIA plus community for a reason. It's not the LGBTQ. It's not the LGBT. It's the LGBTQIA plus community. And if you can't get your head around that, get away. Like, get away from us because we are we hold so much value in our community and we hold so much value in one another 
We have saved each other numerous times. We walk in Pride Month together, unified as one. We walk in Pride marches, parades, whatever it may be, together, unified as one. We are a team and we are the best team because we accept each other wholeheartedly without judgment and without pain and it really is so beautiful so if you are going through something where you're like feeling that you're homophobic try to educate yourself on what it is that you're so uncomfortable with because I have a feeling aka I have some knowledge around this topic and I I have an inkling I should say that if you were educated correctly you would not be so against this community we do not want your children we are not coming after you there's no gay agenda we're not trying to turn your kids we're not trying to turn you We just want to walk into a grocery store holding hands with our spouses and not get looked at like we are animals in a zoo. We would like to get married without it being the talk of the town. We would like to have a child without it being against the moral code. We just want to be normalized. And if you can't do that, then you have no place at our table. And unfortunately, that is the reality. So, I just, I hope that everyone is having a good start to your new year. I hope everyone is taking care of themselves. It already is going off with a bang. And I am not surprised, but I'm a little bummed out that this is how it went. My wife and I are going to have some quality time over the next month, and I am so excited for it. We are just needing that one-on-one time, especially after everything that's happened. And yeah, I just wanted to do an episode on homophobia because I feel like not all of us talk about how hard it is to feel so invalidated all the time. And yeah, we like follow creators online and they talk about it, whatever it may be. But like today was so invalidating and it just reminded me that I'm not alone, but that sometimes I feel alone because people are just assholes. And that's how it's going to go. And that's why this podcast is called Assholes in Adversity because we're going to talk about some of the hard shit. And next week's episode is on horror dating stories. And that is such a fun episode to listen to. Personally, I like love telling all of my horrible dating stories, especially with guys. So we're going to get into that. Um, But yeah. I hope you guys are having a great day, evening, morning, wherever you are listening to this. And I will see you next week for the horror dating stories. Okay, goodbye everybody.